Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Super Mercado Brothers Video Game Music Podcast. Thanks for joining us. This is the podcast where we share and discuss the very best in video game music. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm his brother, Will Brueggemann. We're back at you again with another installment of Modern Chiptunes. This is something we like to do every year is check mm-hmm. in with the thriving and active scene of Modern Chiptuners. Yet another Chiptune episode. Yeah, we kind of were figuring out how we're going to title these episodes because we've had so many of them now. This is the fourth installment of Modern Chiptunes we've had, similar to our remix episodes. That's something uh, a few years ago we had the idea of kind of having a yearly installment of those. I think the, the the remix episodes, I think, were a little bit higher. I think we've done at least one more of those episodes than we've done of these. Um, but very similar, very active, passionate communities. And right. when you think about the remix scene or the chiptune scene, those are such thriving, active scenes that, you know, you could dedicate a podcast just to each one of those. And so I think at the least we can do is once a year check in uh, and just play some phenomenal music that is not from video games. Yeah, and, um, and as some of the episodes we've done before, I know we've played some stuff that maybe has been from games, but it's all modern yeah, once in a while. tunes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like something from back in the 80s or 90s. It's something that was within, definitely at least within the 21st century. And for today's episode, it's all very modern stuff. Very modern. Yeah, I'd say a lot of this stuff uh, maybe was in the last year was released, and then some of it is maybe the last few years. But yeah, this is a a wonderful playlist. Uh, I really enjoy putting these modern chiptune playlists together. Uh, It's just so fun to discover new music and to hear it with these classic, many times these nostalgic sounds. It's a real trip. So you guys are in for a real treat today. We have some great music. What you guys uh, just heard playing in, that was a track called Rebirth from the wonderful chip tuner Jay Red. Now he's known for uh, doing more kind of FM synth Genesis style chip tunes. That's kind of where his main passion lies. And that was no exception. That was a Sega Genesis chip tune called Rebirth. And that was from Winter Chip 14, uh, which is the most recent uh, battle on Battle of the Bits. Great, very creative community over there. A lot of wonderful chiptune communities that exist in the wonderful world of the interweb. Let's move on. Now, this is a chiptuner that I wasn't familiar with uh, before preparing this episode. This is, I think, probably goes by Null, but it's spelled N-U-1-1. I think you'd probably say Null. And this is a chiptune called Here We Go.
Interesting stuff. You guys are listening to Here We Go, which is a chiptune that was, I think, put out uh, about a year and a half ago by Null, N-U-1-1. This is a chiptuner I definitely was not familiar with until preparing for this episode. And a lot of the tracks we're playing today are from albums that these artists have put out. This is, I don't think this is from an album. This is cool. It's really neat. Uh, it, very Kaufman-y. It feels like uh, <laughs> yeah. incredibly inspired by Shovel Knight. The, I thought that immediately with the sort of Dorian modal theme and all the interaction. But then when it gets to the um, that B section, uh, that kind of borrowed chord that it shifts to, it just yeah. sounds so much like Kaufman and all the writing. Um, but I mean... He's an incredible influence. It definitely does, but there's there's enough of his own his own voice here too to make it stand out. It's some interesting choices. Definitely, yeah. This is a great piece of music. I really like it. It's a it's a perfect way to start, and fittingly enough, it's called "Here We Go." So yeah, it's a nice way to start off the episode. Perfect way to start, and I think one reason, one of many reasons why it uh, kind of reminded us of Jake Kaufman is because that was a chip tune that was made with the VRC six chip. So very reminiscent, you know, the same sound game like Shovel Knight. All right. Cool stuff. Let's move on to a chiptune by the very talented Will Rock. Um, And this is from a very recent album called Space Tunes Equals Win, which came out just over a month ago. And it's an album uh, by the Chiptunes Equals Win community that they put out. And this is a chiptune that Will Rock made called Intergalactic Space Mice. Let's take a listen. cool stuff you guys are listening to intergalactic space mice this is by will rock very talented uh chip tuner remixer modern artist uh this is from the album space tunes equals win which came out just over a month ago uh, put out by the chip tunes equals win community uh and yeah that community is very interesting because a lot of the artists on their albums really embrace you know everything you could imagine they throw everything but the kitchen sink at you you'll hear some stuff that just uses one chip you'll hear some stuff that combines multiple chips there's a lot of the music that will combine other elements too it doesn't just have to be chip you know you can have chip mixed with rock instruments or modern synths it does have to have some chiptune element but um sure. very diverse i love this it's so retro like it sounds like something from like an 80s workout video <laughs> yeah what i love about this my favorite kind of modern chiptunes are the the tracks where musically they're inspired by this old era and kind of inspired by maybe slight cheesy elements of the 80s and 90s and that's kind of what we hear uh with this track 
Well, anyone participating in the craft of writing chip music, that's kind of what you're playing into is uh, not just nostalgia for like an you know an exploitation sense but that's what you're trying to tap into you know that music that maybe you loved from growing up or the for me i think it's i really like the the limitations of having to get an idea through an incredibly condensed channel yeah it's the same reason why someone like carlos loves doing pixel art it's not mm-hmm. because it's easy it's because it's quite difficult it's because how can you create a piece of art when you have such harsh limitations but that's really the beauty of it and that's really the fun because i think our minds get stimulated when we're locked in a cage you know we (laughs) we try to do anything we can to break out of it yeah and i think if you have a wide open space you can do anything you have access to a huge budget and any instrument you want but it's all on you to come up with i think a lot of people might freeze up in that situation where when you have a little bit more of uh, some sense of limitations, whether it's in what instruments you can use or how many instruments you have at one time. or Well, it does inspire creativity because one of the traditional elements of making this music, and that goes back to the early days, people like Tim Fallon, is trying to make something cool with these limitations. And, and there's kind of this fun factor of, just from a technical point of view, trying to, to do something that sounds good you know, with, with this primitive technology. Now, nowadays, right. you have everything you could ever imagine audio wise I mean you can use these old chips if you want to but you can combine them with more modern instruments Uh, there's people that do trackers there's people that do VSTs and uh, you know there's so many different ways to make this music and there's plenty of uh, modern chip tuners out there that really want to go for something new when it comes to their musical direction they use these old sounds um, but they want to do something very different and so yeah there's it's a very diverse community a lot of different communities out there Uh, let's move on This is uh, a pretty talented chip tuner that I've been familiar with for a few years. This is Shiroban, and we're going to play a track from Shiroban's album called Distant Reality. And this is called Cyber Party, and it features Radix as well. So let's take a listen to Cyber Party.
This is so catchy. I love this track. You guys listening to Cyber Party uh, from Shiroban, also featuring Radix. This is uh, from Shiroban's album, Distant Reality. So incredibly catchy. I love the melody. I love how it interplays with the groove. A lot of cool interaction here. This this is how you do chiptune. Wow. Yeah. Wow, this is outstanding. I love all of the digital production effects. Um, it really worked for me. Sometimes that I'm not a fan of that in yeah, tunes, I hear but you. here it was great. It was integrated nicely, and it gave sort of a, a context. Having that really nice electronic drum sound really gave some good context for the chip sounds, and it actually made it sound less like a video game and less kind of old-fashioned and more mm-hmm. kind of like technological and hip as though it's like you're appreciating the aesthetics of those sounds for what they are rather than kind of like I don't know the the cute factor or something you know so many chip tunes it is that sort of like oh isn't it cute the computer's talking it's like that type of thing but this feels more like it's really using the specific chip sounds to do something unique and to do something that you know no other instrument would sound quite as good doing you know absolutely that is one of the strongest tracks of the day i was so excited to share that with you uh, yeah, it, you know, it reminds me of a lot of uh, modern chiptune as far as maybe the sound of it and the production of it, but it has a melody that is so much stronger than your average modern chiptune, so a very special piece of music. All right, let's move on to a really interesting one. Uh, this is by Schnabubula, and we have played a couple of his tracks before. Um, this is an album he put out called Game Genie. And this is actually a Super Nintendo chiptune. So this is, I believe, all SNES sounds here. And so not the the typical chiptune that we're used to uh, playing on these episodes. But this is really good. I really think Schnabobula is kind of losing himself in this, uh, composing a really beautiful atmospheric piece of music. Let's take a listen to Moonlight Passage. Thank you. 
Wow, this is really cool. You guys are listening to Moonlight Passage from Schnababula from his album Game Genie. And uh, really interesting piece of music. You know, I hear some like older, more retro chip sounds mixed in with the SNES sounds. I do hear some other stuff too. It's kind of really fun to hear what, what he's adding uh, to this. Overall, it's kind of a SNES bed with some other surprises thrown in. But really interesting composition, kind of um, progressive, orchestral, very beautiful. Yeah, this one definitely threw me for a loop. At first, I'm like, oh, it's cool. It's really going for a Chrono Trigger vibe, clearly Super Nintendo era. And then it just kind of devolves into all this chaos that we're hearing. I mean, the first clue that I got was some of the other, you know, orchestral elements like the glockenspiel and some other synths and mixing and matching, you know, 8-bit stuff with 16-bit yeah, stuff. It's so but good. The track just completely evolves into something different as it goes. Yeah, what do you think of the composition here if we if we even if we don't just talk about the instrument choices? I really liked it more at the beginning. I guess I mm. would have wanted it to stay more focused in that sort of mood and then focus so on evolving, really having yeah. a strong melody where like a lot of modern chip or electronic music, it feels like it's more about the evolution of ideas and just yeah. being through composed, which to me, I, it, I'm less attracted to as a listener. Like that stuff is cool, but uh, to me, I prefer just a really strong hooky melody mm-hmm. that proceeds more like a song um especially like not with every piece of music but this one definitely set me up in a place where that's what i was expecting because it sounded yeah, like hear chrono trigger it sounded super classic it was like haven't i heard this before yeah Schnababula definitely has a very different way of composing music than i think a lot of those composers that this might have reminded you of some of those jrpg video game composers yeah right. his music is a lot more progressive uh and maybe wandering um but really cool stuff yeah this piece of music is over six minutes long and i don't really think there's a lot of repeated ideas at all so check this out if you're a fan of the sound uh this is from his album game genie and we should mention that a lot of these artists uh do have this music um available for download on their band camps and it is standard for this community to have it uh pay what you want so most of the artists kind of follow that model so a lot of great music out there folks all right Let's move on to a track called Crossroads. Now, this is cool. Will, what would what would you think would be a system uh, that you wouldn't expect to hear uh, a modern chiptune on? Think you know? There's a lot of Atari systems. Atari 2600. <laughs> that is a good guess. This is one. Wait, that... no. Let me guess again. Let me guess again. Okay. Uh, is it because it's not, is, is it more modern than I would be expecting? You know what? It's just a system that you just don't hear modern chiptunes on. You know, you think of Game Boy, you think of Nintendo, you think of even, uh, let's say Commodore 64, but this is one that you just don't, you don't hear that much. Okay. The Atari Lynx. <laughs> no, this <laughs> is actually, with Atari. this is PC 98. How about that? Oh, that's not as weird as you really believe. <laughs> a PC-98 modern chiptune. Um, this is by a chiptuner. He goes by Movie Movies 1. Okay. Great name. Interesting, interesting name. Really and, hook him um, with a name like that. He's good. He's active in the Battle of the Bits community. This is from Winter Chip 13. Uh, it's a PC-98 tune called Crossroads. So let's take a listen.
guys are listening to Crossroads. This is a PC-98 modern chiptune from Winter Chip 13 by Movie Movies 1. Um, pretty wild. If you would have told me this was, you know, from some sort of obscure Japanese visual novel game in the mid-90s, I would have totally believed you. It's it's super on the <laughs> what nose an accomplishment. Uh, for that kind of music. <laughs> Um, but just really reminds me of a lot of that music. Even, you yeah. know, we played a lot of PC-98 music from, like, those adult kind of visual novel games, and that's kind of what this reminds me of. It's definitely very groovy. I completely agree. It's it, it, This is an example of a chiptune that's capturing the style of the system that the chiptune is on. Like, it yeah. sounds like a lot of PC-98 music. I just thought it was funny that you're like, I, I could believe that this is from an obscure Japanese visual novel. <laughs> it's just funny because it's like, because what does that I really wonder, mean? I wonder if this person would feel like that's an accomplishment. I'm sure, though, because I'm sure they oh, yeah, it's have clear. listened to and enjoy a lot of that music. Yeah, because they're very informed with, with that type of music. I, yeah, I mean, this is just really good PC-98 writing. It's embracing the chip. You know, one thing that I love about PC-98 music is, in some ways, it was a little bit less about the traditional VGM style of you have a catchy bass, a catchy melody, and and you kind of, you know, have the the smallest number of ingredients you can have. With PC-98, they had a lot more channels, and so they are able to kind of stretch out and have a little bit more of this vibey, groove-based background music, which is really fun. Uh, All right, let's move on to a chip tuner by the name of Mac. This is M-A-A-K. There's a lot of kind of traditional things you see with these chip tuners. One thing that you always see is I feel like most of them use lowercase letters for their names. Um, so this is all lowercase M-A-A-K. Uh, and also they use lowercase for their song titles too, I've noticed. This is Illuminate, and this is a Commodore 64 chip tune by Mac. <laughs> good bass writing this is very funky you guys listening to illuminate and this is a c64 chip tune by mac and again i don't think this particular one is available on an album uh this is just something that he posted online uh it's it's really great um yeah it's actually very reminiscent to me of that acid jazzed evening that classic chip tune by tempest um i hear we that talked about many times that was the one that was kind of ripped off in a nelly Furtado song by Timbaland, I believe. But um, yeah, very. I think it's kind of inspired by that piece of music, but kind of taking it and, and going into some new directions. This is well done. Yeah, that's super cool. 
I love these kinds of chip tunes because <laughs> I, I don't know they they feel authentic, but also they feel like they they they're clearly written in a later era. Yeah, if that makes I hear sense. Mm-hmm. That's that's what really excites me about making chip tunes is I like doing things nowadays that wouldn't have been done necessarily in the 80s or 90s but mm-hmm. doing them authentically on a chip and kind of like uh, that i think that's really exciting um be, I, I don't know there's some kind of like alternate timeline thing about it as though like the progression of pop music was several decades ahead but the progression of technology was like several decades behind you know yeah. like imagine it, or switching it up like imagine if chip music got popular during the 1960s like what would that sound mm-hmm. like what would like a 60s you know british invasion song sound like on a chip like I, I i like that kind of thing of imagining an alternate universe where like that's something i thought marty did really well on robogirl where it's like you're hearing stuff that sounds almost dubstepy or something that sounds like trap music or like all mm-hmm. these different genres that weren't popular or didn't exist at all back when that technology was popular but kind of like realizing it i think there's a lot of really talented chiptune artists out there that share that same excitement with you and, and that's one of the things that keeps them going is that you know can i express and explore something new that was never done before with this technology because the sound is cool and there's a lot of people that dig the sound so as long as you're on board with the sound you can do whatever you want and today's playlist is a great example of the diversity we have every possible approach you could imagine we have music that is really kind of modeling a specific maybe video game sound we have music that's modeling maybe a popular music sound of the style of the 80s or 90s and then we have stuff that's going off and doing its own thing completely Really, really awesome. All right, let's move on to a really silly and quirky artist by the name of Nelward. Uh, I'm a really big fan of him. I think I just discovered him maybe last year or two years ago. And he is kind of hard to explain. He does a lot of music that, electronic music, and it combines some chiptune elements, uh, sometimes totally different elements. And he always has a sense of humor with his music. Uh, This is from his album, The Mondo Zone. And this track is called Fizz Pop, and that will make a lot of sense <laughs> when you listen to the track. Let's take a listen to Fizz Pop by Nelward.
smile. I'm sure that put a smile on everyone's face. That is uh, Fizz Pop from Nell Ward from his album The Mondo Zone, and it's a great introduction to Nell Ward. You kind of get what this what this dude is all about. He's so silly. <laughs> But he's got such chops. I mean, the combination of so many different quirky sounds, some little samples that we're very familiar with and that are nostalgic with some surprising stuff, whether it's, you know, soda sound effects. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, just really, really silly, but amazing music underneath it all. That's just delightful. I love all the sound effects. I love the overall vibe. Mm-hmm. That should be in like a Fanta commercial. Yeah. It's so good. It's also just a really sweet and catchy melody, uh, you know, despite all the gimmicks, you know what I'm saying? Right. Well, and the melody's great, but also the way it's harmonized has that jazz fusion sensibility, a lot of interesting parallel movement in the harmony mm-hmm. and just nice little touches. It's really cool. It's the perfect kind of, this is video game culture in a really hip way. Um, I yeah, love it. Yeah, this is the best. I mean, it almost spoils me because everything about this is so entertaining it's it's great music it's a really catchy melody the groove is incredible and it's so funky and minimal um the way that it combines interesting sound design with music and humor i feel like this also would be great if they made like a new earthbound game Mm -hmm. you know like a new game in the mother series like this would be some sort of like i don't know coffee shop or soda shop or something that like kids go to and hang out at it's really cool it's got to have a soda element to it for Uh, sure he's got to sell this to fanta or some sort of colorful Mm -hmm. soda pop company that would just be fun there was there was almost too many familiar samples for me to even name i did hear mario toms or mario timpanis at one point i might have heard did i hear like a princess peach sound or something uh, voice sample. I don't know. There's there's too much to, to to name. That's that's a really cool piece of music. All right, let's move on to another weird track. Um, this one starts out feeling kind of straight ahead, but there's some some kind of quirky elements to it as well. This is by Coolor, and this is from their album Sound Chip Salad. Let's take a listen to the recovery. <laughs> listening to the recovery 
This oh is from my God! Coolor. What just happened? Kulor <laughs> <laughs> and his album Soundship Salad. Very weird. Maybe even more weird than the Nelwar track because <laughs> it's surprising. You're not expecting all the weird changes. There's there's times when it feels like it's glitching out or the rhythm's getting displaced, and that's kind of what he's doing on purpose. He's like experimenting with can I displace this rhythm in a way that feels like it's off by a beat or two beats, but it kind of works musically. It's it's an interesting piece of music. Very much so. It's really cool though. I I love it. I I think it's very well composed and really well implemented. Me too. I like the sort of glitching out stuff. It's yeah. really awesome. I think that's like a a really fun part of any kind of electronic music is kind of exploiting our connotations with technology and yeah, like things the system distorting is like, and glitching and breaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like overloading or something. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Yeah, that's a cool little gem there. So if you're interested, you should you should check out Coolor's album Sound Chip Salad. Cool stuff. Let's move on. Uh, this is actually one of my favorite chip tuners. This is Vince Kaichan, um, and he's just always so solid. Everything I hear from him uh, is, is always good. Uh, this is from Chip Winter Wilderness, which is an album that came out uh, in the last, you know, this most recent holiday season from the Chiptunes Equals Win community. Um, I actually contributed a track on this album as well. I was so impressed with um, all of the tracks on this. Just really great album through and through. And this one, I think, was the closing track. I think this was the final. It's called Carriage Ride by Vince Kaichan. Let's take a listen. guys listening to Carriage Ride by the wonderful Vince Kaichan from Chip Winter Wilderness, which is a great album. Uh, very evocative music and soundscape that Vince establishes here. Uh, there's so much going on. A lot of the melodies feel like this kind of improvised folk kind of world music sound. Yeah. And it's a really great bed of some kind of analog uh, synths and then some chip sounds uh, is you know mixed in and obviously there's effects and reverb and panning and and things to make it feel more more modern than you would be able to have in a video game but it's also nostalgic uh, so fresh wow 
Yeah, this is great. I, I love the vibe of it. I like when chip music can feel some sense of atmosphere in a way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, th- it's it's kind of that school. I, I will say that I think Disaster Piece kind of popularized making chip music that has such a level of atmosphere that really whisks you away. I mean, and I, and I, and I do think that people like Vince uh, were definitely inspired by, you know, chip tuners like Disaster Piece. Uh, and, and I have a feeling that he would actually really enjoy uh, this piece of music. I mean, I can't imagine anyone who wouldn't like this. It really has something for everyone because I'm not necessarily a fan of atmospheric or ambient music. Um, and what I like about this track is it has those atmospheric elements and it's very vibey, but there's, a, there's enough musical elements that are, that are very entertaining and active. And it's, it's just a great combination. And I remember it was just a beautiful way to close this album. I was moved by it. Yeah. Well, what else do we got in store for today? What we got next is this week's track of the week. Really excited about this. This was a discovery that I made a few days ago. You know, most of the artists that we focus on on these modern chiptunes episodes happen to be Western artists, uh, the majority from America, to be honest. Uh, there's a decent amount of European artists as well, but not a lot of Japanese chiptuners. And I think it's just hard for me to find their stuff. They're definitely out there. I mean, why would they not be out there? You know, if they're American you know, old school chip artists. There's definitely going to be Japanese chip artists as well. And this was one that I stumbled upon. You kind of have to go down rabbit holes on SoundCloud to find to find this stuff. Uh, I think I actually found this person through Ricora, which was that amazing chiptune artist, that obscure <laughs> chiptune artist that I think our track of the year last year, that blooming summer sky flower of love. Do you remember that one, Will? Oh, yeah. That incredible chiptune. So, yeah, I think he maybe like reposted a track from, from this person. Um, so, so good. We're actually playing two uh, tracks from this artist. His name is Umeboshi Chazuke. And I think he probably does have an alias as well. Um, but I was able to at least find his name here. This is a track called Fatality Saga, and it's this week's track of the week. Let's take a listen.
All right, folks, that was <laughs> Fatality Saga by so the Japanese good. chip tuner Umeboshi Chazuke. And yeah, he, he has ADD for sure. <laughs> Musically, the, the main gimmick of this piece of music, I'm sure you all notice, is that every like 15 seconds or so, it would completely change style going from kind of thrash, you know, metal with blast beats to like really kind of sensitive uh, music and poppy music and dance music and everything you could possibly imagine. It's, it's almost too much to take in at first, but it is such incredibly written music. Wow. Well, it in- it keeps your attention, and it's just so engrossing throughout, yeah. you know? And in addition to that, though, I think it has really lovely melodic moments and really well-written lines. It's so much fun. Oh, I mean, it's just, it almost makes you laugh, though, when you got to that first cadence point. And, you know, he's he's suspending, and then he's going to the sus4, the sus2, and it's like, he's really kind of smiling and stretching out and, and just trying to to make that moment be as impactful as it can and and Mm -hmm. it's it's especially impactful because once you know the piece of music it's followed by this complete change in style and that happens like probably eight different times in the song when it completely turns on a dime and I just love it so much because it's such a different approach and philosophy than most modern chiptunes music and some of that could be you know coming from a Japanese chiptuner but I just think this Chazuke is just a really quirky interesting dude who has a very unique style of composing yeah it sounds like it for sure that is a delight all right let's move on to a piece of music by sync x s-i-n-c dash x and this is i think the only album i was able to find um on Bandcamp from sync x it's called big package and this is a I, it sounds to me like a super nintendo chiptune uh it's called inu Inubuna. Let's take a listen. You guys are listening to Inubuna from Sync X, also kind of a quirky composer. This is from his album Big Package, which you can find on Bandcamp. And this is kind of interesting. This is like a subset of chip music. It's kind of sample chip music where he does have some Super Nintendo samples. He, he has some other samples as well. And that's kind of uh, really how he's composing this music is he's putting together any sample he could ever imagine. And it, it does kind of fit together. It, it's it's another progressive uh, piece of music, kind of fusion-y, but uh, really cool. Yeah, really neat. <laughs> I love that ending there with the <laughs> orchestra hits. That's super cute. 
yeah the, this is fun these episodes are always so fun and eclectic because we get different sounds and completely different styles in terms of genre throughout the episode but mm-hmm. one interesting thing i thought this track had some similar uh harmonic choices to the previous track that we heard that's sort mm-hmm. of the use of diminished chords and the almost like castlevania sound of it all yeah yeah really impressive stuff well you know we've had a little bit of zaniness and silliness lately on the playlist let's go to something a little bit more serious and and very beautiful this is a piece of music called shapeshifter it's from the album the black box and the artist is aivi and surashu and basically they are a duo and aivi is a piano player and composer and surashu is a chip tuner and what they do is they combine piano and chip tune together And it's a very natural, surprisingly natural pairing. Let's take a listen to Shapeshifter. You guys listening to Shapeshifter. This is by Aivi and Surashu from their album The Black Box. And it's it's really good, really beautiful. And I, and I think that that sound of piano and chiptune is definitely not one we're used to hearing, but it works really well. I'm really fascinated with how this was arranged because uh, mm-hmm. I'm curious, just kind of like, was one of the parts laid down first? Like, did they create the whole chiptune composition and then add piano on top of it? Or was it the other way around? Or did they compose it together? Because there's nice interaction moments where yeah. they're doubling, moments where they're doing different but complementary things. It's Yeah, I, that was my favorite thing about this track, actually. I'm glad you brought that up, was was how they approached that combination. And it, it feels very elegant and musical and, and, and human in a way. What I read on the notes of the album is I believe it it started with piano and so piano was maybe composed and even potentially recorded first and then I believe the chiptune elements were you know added on top of it which is a really good way to do it I think because you can just take your time and really finesse that and get it to match you know as perfectly as you want to put the time in to do that's true I also think then the piano part was written to be sparse and to leave room for other elements because like Mm -hmm. all the arpeggios at the beginning were the chiptune elements and the piano mm-hmm. was doing more sustained 
textures. Yeah, if you guys enjoy the sound, definitely check out Aivi and Surashu. They have band uh, Bandcamp with, I think, a few different albums as well. Um, but this is from The Black Box, and very interesting um, kind of change of pace today. I was really excited to include that. The, 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 you know, the diversity of the chiptune community is probably my favorite thing about it. All right, let's move on to an FM synth, kind of really funky groovy chip tune one of my favorites of the day this is one of those kind of grooves that hits you right away and kind of keeps you captivated and it kind of won me over right away this is from simon Stalinhog. let's take a listen to 3442 So good. One of my favorites of the day. This is 3442. This is by awesome. By Simon Stalinhag. A really groovy and fusion-y FM synth chiptune. You know who would love this is Michael Jackson. So sad that he won't be able to hear this. I just have a feeling I could see him really enjoying this. Who wouldn't enjoy this? It's so funky. It's so groovy and catchy. I'm really surprised, Carl, that you didn't want to put this track of the week because it's... Well, I definitely would be interested in having this as a second track of the I week. think I like this even better than that other one, honestly. It's just... It's so immediate. It's so groovy and funky. I love mm-hmm. all the tones. It's one of those ones where, like, literally the second it starts playing, I'm <laughs> yes, like, I love this. I second. love this. I had the exact same reaction, and I was so excited to find it. Oh, man, because, again, this is not this is an example of a chiptune that's not on an album, at least that I know of. It's just, uh, I think this is on Simon Stallenhag's on his SoundCloud and maybe some of his other social media. But, right. yeah, 3442, yeah, let's, let's make this another track of the week. I, I think you got to do two today. Um, holy smokes, it is great. I love <laughs> when names are numbers. Yeah, yeah. This is this is spelled it's out like with twenty five or six. You're right. To four. Yeah, it's not just the numbers, <laughs> right? Yeah. Simon is a silly boy. Uh, yeah, this is so so good. I had a similar reaction uh, that I had. I think it was the last show and tell episode when I found this kind of obscure. I think it was a C sixty four chip tune. If you remember, Will, um, right. I think it was my track of the week, and it was very groovy like this. And it was that experience where the very first measure 
I just was immediately hooked and it just never let go of me the entire song. And so, right. Hey, that's how speaking you do of show and tell, we have to do my obscure DS games episode. <laughs> Let's absolutely do it. I'll take a look at the schedule, fit it in. Absolutely, man. That would be great. There's so much good stuff. Let's move on to a piece of music. Uh, another track by Shiraban. We had one earlier in the episode by him. We're doubling up because he's so good. This is Under the Moonlight. Let's take a listen. cool you guys are listening to under the moonlight by shiroban one of those chip tuners that loves exploring and combining modern electronic sounds and influences mixed with chip tune and that's definitely what you're hearing and he's not the only one it's, it's a pretty it's a pretty common combination these days for the chip tune community but this is i i think shiroban does it really well i just love his melodies and his grooves his his music is is a lot catchier than a lot of his counterparts and so i'm kind of on board with all of his choices i think totally that one kind of chorus when the claps come in on all four that it's very poppy it actually reminds me of it could be a pop song really yeah definitely and it really is catchy i think again all these chiptunes have so much taste in terms of not just the writing but all the production all the layers and elements and how the overall package of how it sounds it's it's so far beyond just like hey look i programmed something on my computer isn't it cool like yeah now there's like this whole other layer of like class and elegance and it's cool but it's also like sad in a way that like now the chiptune community is like feels like made up of professional musicians (laughs) you know (laughs) we're like i think the OG video game composers weren't even they didn't even if they were professional they didn't necessarily feel like it it was like this untapped you know unmined area of exploration but now there's just so much art happening it's kind of it's not the same thing it's almost like once people start going to school to study jazz mm-hmm. it's like it takes away that like it's it's great because people can train and learn and i think it it makes the art move maybe into a richer direction but it also loses that kind of like fun energetic like subculture like we're on the verge of something new kind of feeling right 
Absolutely. Yeah. Good points, man. Absolutely. Yeah. That's one of the things that I love about this community for sure. Um, let's move on to what has kind of become a, a modern classic chiptune album for me. I always go back to this and love it. We've played a different piece from this. Uh, this is from Potato Tan is the, is the chip tuner. So good. His album, Tobu Tobu Girl. And I'm finding now that this is actually uh, from a game. It's the only uh, soundtrack to an actual game on today's episode, but it is very modern. It was about a year and a half ago it came out, and apparently it came out for the Game Boy. So it was—I don't know if it was a homebrew uh, game, um, but yeah, a modern Game Boy game and soundtrack called Tobu Tobu Girl by Potato Tan. Let's take a listen to "Where Are We Going." This is so classic. You guys are listening to Where Are We Going, which is the main menu theme from Tobu Tobu Girl by Potato Tan, very talented chip tuner. And I love that this knowing that this is a game because this is a Game Boy classic to me now. It's just oh, totally. so good. And Potato Tan is totally losing himself uh, you know, in the style of music that I'm sure he grew up playing. I don't know why. Amazing. It reminds me of like Super Mario Land or something. Mm-hmm. Like there's like a hip Tanaka sweet innocence about it. And it's also just so refreshing from all that kind of like that old conversation we were having about like slick production and all these and then elements. We go to this. And this is, but this is my favorite thing. You know, I just love. It's so capturing sweet. that era. The video game music is great, not because of the chips. It's great because of the writing and because of the unique energy and sense of genre that emerged, mm-hmm. especially in Japan throughout the decades of the 80s and 90s and I think some of us forget that because we become so obsessed with the sounds and how to push them and that's really cool but there is something to me about like a simple track it's like look at like password from Mega Man 2 that's a mm-hmm. work of genius it's maybe 15 seconds long and there's no flashy implementation but it's just a great and earnest piece of music and I think yeah, that's I, I don't at the know forefront. that's not like the most popular thing to do it, with chiptunes because it's not flashy and it doesn't show off but I just I love that kind of thing because I uh, to me like when I'm writing a chiptune I kind of want to make something where I can feel like if you went back in time and put this in a game back in the late 80s early 90s like it would be right at home and Mm -hmm. people would enjoy it and it wouldn't be like whoa where's this coming from it would be like oh yeah this is like par for the course for great that's definitely what potato tan was going for in his soundtrack to tobu tobu girl uh he's losing himself and it's absolutely delightful and such a nice change of pace kind of from a totally different mindset and tradition than a lot of the music we're playing today and it's the only one from a video game so there we go let's move back to the wonderful uh discovery i made ome 
Omeboshi Shazuke, the Japanese chip tuner. Let's play another track. Um, this is called Infinite Horizon. Here we go. So good. Already getting a sense of <laughs> Chazuke's style here, aren't we? This yeah. is Infinite Horizon, and I've already bookmarked his SoundCloud page, and I definitely look forward to hearing uh, new music that he puts out. This is so unlike any other chip tuner out there, to be honest. I love it. Yeah, it's a nice mix of the things we were talking about. It starts off uh, presenting a more traditional kind of tune-based, simple retro vgm style thing but then right. it kind of expands and that's also really immediately cool. <laughs> yeah it's like six seconds and it totally expands yeah it's it's really really fun it, it's kind of music that it feels like he's hopped up on a lot of caffeine or something and just so <laughs> energetic and sometimes it when you listen to a lot of it and i was going through his soundcloud it can be a little exhausting because a lot of his music is this energetic right um wow that is really cool. Well, let's go to a track. This is the last of the day other than our play out. It's from Famicompo Pico 3, um, and it's nice to have a Famicompo track. It's a long-running series of competitions where people make um, NES music, and a lot of times they use expansion chips. Sometimes they use um, just the native channels. This is, I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is an expansion. I don't know if it's VRC6 or what this is, um, but it's another track by Null. We had a track near the beginning of the episode called Here We Go. It was also by Null. This is called Approaching Your Fate, and again, it's from Famicompo Pico 3. I think this was the first place in that competition. Let's take a listen.
so impressive. It's, it's hard to even fathom, but this is literally an NSF. And I can tell you because I downloaded the NSF and then exported the wave. That's what you're hearing. It's absolutely crazy. So full. Again, very inspired by Jay Kaufman, similarly to what we were saying about his Here We Go track. This one is very impressive. It's kind of this technical marvel, you know, pushing the, the limits of this old sound chip. It's, it's delightful. Yeah, man, that's really cool. I love all those chords. I love the writing. It's so many chords. <laughs> this is awesome. It definitely sounds like Shovel Knight. Um, mm-hmm. uh, There's the- there is a moment of it where it felt like it was in the Contra world. It was very rocking and progressive, like Contra. Yeah, but yeah. Overall, kind of Shovel Knighty. Really good. Which which null track do you prefer? This or Here We Go? Um... I don't know. I think Here We Go maybe has a better melody, but Mm -hmm. they're both, you can tell they're both the same dude. You know, they both have that kind of epic, biblical, Dorian mode. It sounds like Shovel Knight. Both of them sound like Shovel Knight in our (laughs) VRC6. So So good. Oh, man. What a great playlist. We're guys playing you out with a track from EP. I think that's how I would say it. Uh, IPI is a chip tuner. It's called Garten. I think it's pronounced Ippe. (laughs) <laughs> the German spelling of garden. Um, this is from an album called 2AO3 Puritans, and it's a great, I think, compilation of different artists. Uh, I think I've played a track from this album before. Not from this artist, though, I don't think. this is So this is Garten. It's very, very beautiful. It's a great way to send you on your way. Will, did you have a good time today? I sure did, brother. Oh, man. So fun, right? It's like, how can you not enjoy this music? Hopefully, I feel like there's at least one track today that every single one of you guys... Uh, enjoyed it's just something for everybody probably more than one so so fun makes me want to keep working on my chiptune album it's inspiring stuff yeah it's inspiring me to work on some music today as well that that's awesome we're going to leave you guys with garten anything else you got to plug at the end will uh new underscore episodes i think tomorrow you will hear a real change, which is, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I don't want to give anything away, but you're in Mm. for some singing and dancing, and it should be a really good time. Lovely. Excited. All right, guys, that's it for us. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm his brother, Will Brueggemann. Have a great week, everybody. Peace out.